The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody, and happy Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, and earlier this afternoon, a few veteran Eagles players, uh, Landon Dickerson, Lane Johnson, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell spoke with the Philly media at OTAs and are at the podium with the presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevet, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Before the break, you'll hear from Landon Dickerson, who explained that even though he's a veteran player now, he still feels like he literally just got in the league. He also was asked about his relationship with Jordan Davis. They're super close. He talked about why he thinks they connected so easily. And then you'll hear from Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson talked about rehabbing and his recovery process. He expressed what it means to have Jason Kelsey returning for another season to help develop the younger players. He also explained what it's been like having to adjust to a new right guard often since Brandon Brooks retired. And then he shared what he wants his legacy to be. And then after the break, you'll hear from Boston Scott, who shared his first impression of Brian Johnson, the new offensive coordinator. He stressed that even though they lost the Super Bowl, they are trying to focus on not staying in the past and harping on the mistakes that they made as a team, but rather being committed to the present. And he also shared his thoughts on the new running back room and what it's like being the veteran running back. And last, you'll hear from Kenny Gainwell, who explained how the transition has been with a new offensive coordinator. He also touched on what he wants to improve this offseason and was asked what was the key to him finishing the 2022 season so strong. Take a listen. Coming off the longest season of your career, what's your offseason recovery process like compared to some of your past years had injury history in the past, not really doing that type of recovery this offseason? Pretty much treated the same. You know, it took the amount of time off that I felt I needed to get my body right and then come back here, start training, and then working towards OTAs. Do you feel like a veteran? No. 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 Well, Do I need to elaborate? Yeah, if you'd like. I mean, honestly, just – I mean, I still feel like I just got here. So, I mean, just kind of how it feels. I don't know. I mean – Where you no longer feel like that? Maybe. I'm, I'm not Nostradamus. I don't know the future. So. Congratulations on the wedding. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Jordan uh, was a big part of it. And 
talking to him last week or maybe two weeks ago. Um, why do you think you guys connected so quickly? Um, I mean, I think we just have personalities that go really well together. And, you know, we spend a lot of time close to each other and in the locker room, on the field, and outside the locker room. So, I mean, just nice friendship. So, I mean, I'm not complaining. He's all right, dude. I like him. So, One thing he mentioned is, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have his family here. They're literally halfway around the world. Um, so there are people he needs to lean on, and you've become one of those. How do you view that? Like, do, you, do you look at it as like, look, I know, I know it's kind of tough. You don't have anybody to meet. Come on over. Hang out. That kind of yeah, stuff. I mean, absolutely. Especially just, you know, and I mean, this profession can get kind of rough and we all have lives outside of this and stuff going on here. And, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. And, I mean, you know, his family's 12 time zones away. And, you know, whenever he wants to talk to them, they're sleeping. And so, I mean, just, you know, he's there for me and I'm there for him. And it's just a big part of, you know, I, why we care for each other and, you know, we always want to help each other out. You're banged up by season's end and playing through multiple things. Now that you're kind of removed from it, can you explain what it was like and what, what you were playing through? Uh, it's football. I mean, it's a contact sport. Things are going to get hurt. If you like it enough, you keep playing. Pretty simple. I mean, if you want to do something enough, you'll find a way to do it. Minor procedures, uh, any procedures in the offseason? No procedures. What do you enjoy most, of, run blocking or pass blocking? I don't know. I mean, I enjoy playing football, honestly. I mean, I don't have a choice of what plays are getting called, so I, I just enjoy being out there and playing. So, get a chance to maul guys and get well, physical I, with them? I mean, if you want to think about it in kind of that sense, it's like, Run blocking, you are becoming the attacker and coming off the ball. And in pass protection, you're going backwards while another guy runs full speed at you. So, I mean, there's kind of like you want to get punched or punch somebody. I prefer to punch somebody. Landon, Brian, uh, Brian Baldwin Baldwin just wrote a story about he talked to you and and, uh, and uh, Jordan about uh, you know the whole brotherhood thing. And he he recalled uh, he just wrote a story for us. Uh, that uh, he remembers his days with Ron Howard back when he was playing here in the 1980s and 90s. Uh, can you talk about that? That it, it's a real thing, isn't it? That's, for them, it's lasted a whole lifetime. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, it's it's not just with me and Jordan. I mean, it's it's every guy on this team, and I think that really will you know set teams apart in the long run is how much each and every player cares for their teammates, and that's just because you know when you get in those tough situations where you know, it's fourth and one, you need a yard to win the game or, you know, those those moments where you really need to count on somebody and, you know, you're you're willing to go just that much more because it means something to you, it means something to the guy beside you and you're doing it for others, not just yourself. So, I mean, I think that's just a big part of, you know, what makes a good team is, you know, really it's not just a team, it's a family. You've played multiple spots going back to college. What perspective do you have on, on what Cam's doing, on what Tyler's trying to do in terms of adjusting to a different position? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it can be difficult to make a position switch um, regardless if you played it in the past or not. So, uh, you know what Cam's doing, what Tyler's doing. Um, they're getting put in a little bit of an unfamiliar spot, obviously. Cam's coming in and, you know, 
it, it's just, it's something tough. You got to make the adjustment. And, you know, right now is the opportune time to figure out, you know, how to kind of change, you know, how I'm stepping, where I'm, you know, aiming, where I'm looking at, because, you know, those five positions are different. They're looking at different things. So um, for him and Tyler, Cam and Tyler, they're doing a phenomenal job right now. I mean, I know it's difficult and I try, I know me and a lot of the older guys try to just help out as much as we can when we see something that, you know, we can fix or change to help them. You know, that's really what it's about. I mean, it, it it depends on the player, honestly. That's, I mean, it you know, people that are kind of naturally more, you know, built like tackles, um, I think that transition inside can be difficult. Um, center, it's, I mean, you have different body types, obviously, defensive ends versus, you know, nose guards and D tackles. Um, when you go from a guy that's, you know, maybe 6'6", 240, that runs a 4'3", to, you know, somebody that's, you know, 6'5", 340, I mean, it's, it's a different game, different timing, different space. Um, they all present their own challenges. Landon, a lot's been um, made of, you know, the, the guys coming from Georgia over the past couple of years. But um, originally, two years ago, it was you and Devontae coming in uh, together from Bama. What can you say about, uh, you know, kind of going on this journey together with them as you enter year three and also uh, speak on, I guess, a lot of his consistency as a player? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's uh, – it's been great to see, you know, I call him Smitty, but Devontae, um, you know, come into this role and succeed as he has. And, you know, I don't I don't think that – I mean, obviously, I know, like, A.J. coming in, it's – like, we have a lot of compliments on that offense. And, you know, Smitty's always been the guy to just come in and work hard, you know, put his head down. He's not going to, you know, complain about this, that, or the other. And, you know, just overall as a competitor and a teammate, he's – done a tremendous job of, you know, doing his job. And that's really all you can ask for. He's great at what he does. And I'm excited to see him, you know, going into this third year and watching him grow. Specific areas that you pinpointed after last year that you want to go through? Yeah, a lot. Uh, pass protection, run blocking, uh, you know, stunts and games, screens. Uh, vision, a lot of things. Top spot? Everything's important. So, work on them all. So, how's the process been rehabbing from the doctor and getting back to into the swing of things? Yeah, I've been cleared for a little bit now. So, uh, first couple of weeks were rough, but after that, it's one of those rehabs that you had to progress pretty fast because um, I didn't want you to heal up stiff. So, other than that, I feel like this is a lot easier than the ankle that I had a few years ago. So, um, feeling good, moving good, and uh, yeah, happy about where I'm at. Uh, what's it mean to you to have Jason back again? I knew there was some concerns that maybe last year would have been it. Uh, from your perspective, what's it like to have him back? Uh, such a huge piece of what we do, what we've been doing the past 10 years. So, uh, having him in there is just, you know, he's obviously – a great talent, but he does such a good job as being like another coach in the O-line room. So helping develop the young guys coming in, teaching guys things so they can hit the ground running when they get out on the field. So uh, that component of, of what he does, I think, is underestimated. Um, you know, probably one of the smartest football players that have been around. So having him back is just huge for everybody involved. At, at, at right guard, what do you look for in that spot? Uh, yeah, you just got to – 
I mean, it's all about consistency. I think, um, you know, with both these guys coming in, they're, you know, new to the position. And uh, really it goes down to angles. Uh, it goes down to communication, a lot of it, um, making sure everybody gets a call. But like Landon was saying, it's, it's totally different, you know, guard and tackle. Um, tackle, you have a lot more space to operate. Guard is, you know, you're kind of fighting in the phone booth. Uh, you obviously got to be strong, uh, stout, and, uh, you know, really good uh, balance of body control. But the communication factor is big, uh, just echoing all the calls and making sure everybody's on the same page. What are your early impressions of Cam and you know, how he's doing that? He's so damn strong. I don't uh, think he's front squatted like close to like 550 the other day. So <laughs> just having a guy that's strong. And, um, you know, he, the thing about him uh, being 6'3 or whatever, I feel like he has natural leverage on some of the defenders, uh, low center of gravity. So he's able to get under guys and obviously has that power. So, um, the more reps that he gets, the better he's going to be. But as far as the explosion and, and the athletic traits, um, he's unbelievable. When you're on the field with him, where does that power show up? Like, where do you notice it goes? Yeah, I mean, mostly in the run game um, for what we're doing. We like to move guys off the ball, uh, move the down guy on the way to the linebacker. So usually trying to be explosive, moving those guys like that. And then um, pass protection, the stuff that we have done, a lot of it's about, um, you know, being on consistent set lines, being able, like Landon was talking about, passing off the stunts in the games. A lot of times we get too much separation between the guard and the center, the guard and tackle. Uh, guys can penetrate that gap. So a lot of that's about taking, you know, the proper set lines and knowing your angles. But, uh, yeah, with Cam, it's just – and Tyler, it's just the more reps they get, especially getting all the reps now, they can, you know, have a jump um, whenever training camp comes around. How did the contract extension come about and how long the process was? It wasn't too long of a process, um, you know, a few weeks. You know, obviously, we had to get some stuff worked out and done. But, um, you know, it's a good situation for both. Lower the cap room. I got a little bit more money. And uh, at the end of the day, I feel like the season one was so good. We know how to work the numbers and, and get players and maneuver the cap room and allow us to, you know, obviously have a good team. That's what, you know, I feel like Howie's put us in position the last few years to have a really good uh, success uh, with all the guys that we've acquired. You think that'll be the Oklahoma connection, but it seemed like you know you and Jalen had a pretty good connection early on. What's your perspective on, on how far he's come over these three years of getting a big, big, big contract? Yeah, I mean, far as his demeanor, uh, like I said, man, he, he stays pretty consistent. Uh, far as how he acts and goes about his business, he's very professional in here. Uh, and just one thing he does, man, he's always just working his tail off. So uh, you know, with that, um, you know, the actions speak a lot louder than than words. And he'll say a little bit every now and then uh, when he needs to, but. Just how he conducts himself. I feel like, you know, his presence in the huddle, how calm he is, that kind of sets a tone for everybody to be calm, focused, and and be ready to play one, one play at a time, kind of how he approaches it. I feel like it kind of infiltrates uh, everybody involved. You've uh, you've played with Brandon Brooks for a number of years together, but since since then, you've kind of had, like, quite a few guys mm -hmm. moving in right, right guard with, you know, Isaac last year, and then, you know, a bunch of guys filling in for Brandon when he was from mm -hmm. the year before. I mean, what's, what's that like, you know, having to adjust to a new right guard often? Yeah, I mean, everybody has their certain traits. Brooks was so big and strong and so efficient, you know, no wasted steps. And, uh, you know, Isaac's a big guy too. Uh, just his quickness and his knowledge of the game um, was unbelievable. Having him and Kels next, next together was just being able to diagnose defenses and making the correct calls in the certain situations. Um, you know, obviously players are different. They have different styles. We're not asking Cam to be Brooks or be – or be Isaac, uh, be your own guy. But I feel like um, 
within, you know, the three guys, the traits they have is, you know, super quick, athletic, and um, that's the guys that Stout's, you know, been wanting, looking for, guys that are explosive. And I think with Cam, uh, like I said, him being a little bit, you know, around 6'3", he gets natural leverage under some of these taller guys and his strength allows um, for us to, get, to create some good movement. So, like I said, it's going to be um, training camp when we get in pads is when we're really going to be able to tell a lot more as uh, far as, you know, getting to the football stuff and, and seeing, you know, how all this stuff in OTAs kind of carries over. So we still got a ways to go, um, but I'm excited about where we're at. 11 years into your career, do you still feel like there's still more strides to take or are you yeah. just trying to avoid regression? No. Um, you know, I think uh suffered a little bit just with the ankle, maybe my run blocking um, a year or two ago. I think it improved last year, but I'm really trying to get back on track to where I was feeling comfortable. Uh, like I was early in my career run blocking, not having to favor, you know, one leg or the other. So I feel like I uh, complete that part of my game and then keep adding to the, um, obviously the, you know, how I'm blocking the pass protection. But a lot of it now, a lot of my game now is trying to be a smarter player. And so, you know, whatever you may uh, have in diminished attributes, you can make up with timing and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy where I'm at. I mean, 33 is old, but, you know, I still feel like I got some, a few good years left. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was you know a lot different than what it used to be. Whenever uh, Chip was here, you know, pretty much full tilt boogie every day, uh, kind of like spring ball in college. And then, you know, as the rules progressed, I feel like you know player safety is kind of at the forefront. But you know, we're gonna have a lot of football uh, in front of us. You know, it starts in July and last year, you know, ended in February. So a lot of time to a lot of time to to get the football in. But yeah, man, we're enjoying uh, where we're at. Uh, the workouts are, are are really good. I feel like our strength staff does a good job of preparing players and developing players. And yeah, as far as um, that goes, I feel like it propels us to be in a good spot, you know, healthy and ready to go for training camp. And to follow up on the extension, uh, that, that'll keep you under contract here through 2026, mm -hmm. 37, I guess. Yeah. Do you envision that being your last contract here? And do you think that'll make yeah. it here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, yeah, 37, that'd be pretty old. Uh, and then again, JP is 41, so, you know, always chasing, but yeah, man, I'm just super, I'm super fortunate to be where I'm at. And like I said, you know, being the second half of my career, my goal now is to uh, develop the younger guys and bring those guys along in the O-line room and, uh, be, you know, be a better leader. But, yeah, man, it's crazy, <laughs> crazy how fast time flies. Uh, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm in my 11th year, but here I am. And, yeah, you don't realize how fast it goes. Um, so, very fortunate. At this point in your career, do you, do you spend time thinking about what your legacy might be? And if so, what do you want it to be? I don't know, just a guy, I mean, uh, that loved his teammates and, you know, loved the city of Philadelphia, loved, loved playing, uh, just a guy that, you know, um, grinded hard. Um, yeah, just try to be a good example, you know, on the field and, and help guys off the field. Um, so just be a, you know, good human off the field, I guess. With your rehab, you said you had to accelerate things pretty quickly. What, uh, what did that look like? Like how fresh off a of surgery? Yeah, it's usually like hard? the first day of surgery. The next day, you're supposed to walk a certain amount. I had trouble, but a lot of guys do, um, you know, try to walk like at least half a mile or something the first day. Last thing they want you to do is like get surgery and and, and not move and kind of heal up stiff. That's their worst fear is, you know, heal, healing up stiff. And when you do that, you might be a lot of scar tissue broken up later. So I think the more progressive you are early in, this, in the rehab, the less uh, stuff you have to deal with, uh, you know, in the – the later half of it, but I think with the surgery, I think the chance of returning is like around one percent or 
that's what Dr. Myers is saying. So relatively low. Um, so yeah, after that, it was uh, after the first couple of weeks, it wasn't wasn't too bad. Couple months been a big crackdown with sports, excuse, sports gambling around yeah. the league. What's been the messaging around here in terms of that, and how do you guys police it? Like, I just I try to stay off. I mean, I never had a any gambling on my phone. I've been to a casino maybe once or twice, but yeah, you know, I just think uh, being away from that stuff in general is a good idea. But yeah, I think the league made it uh, clear now, kind of what the rules are. I think it was kind of I don't know made clear as, as it is now. I guess with all the recent suspensions, but I think players now kind of know. Uh, it's a no-fly zone, so hopefully it's understood more and more. I know you heard Last one, please. Chris Moss about that. Kelsey was talking about you. You said you're underappreciated based on like, the career that they had. When did you start to see a shift where that appreciation started? Uh, it just, you know, the whole thing was, like, you can play good at right tackle. Like, I feel like I had really good early years. Um, but, you know, I always had – it was always the right tackle, left tackle dilemma. dilemma. And so maybe I would have had more accolades if I was a left tackle all along, or maybe that would have – you know, been earlier, but uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, things take time to develop. So um, I feel like maybe last year was kind of got put on the map a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, when I came in, the right tackle, uh, left tackle dilemma was a lot bigger gap than what it is now. So I feel like, you know, having to close that out was, was probably the big thing and it took some years to do. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. There's a lot of moves in the running back room. What do you make of the new group for this year? Man, really cool group. Great guys, first off and foremost, man. They they show up every day to work. And uh, it's exciting to see, man, the, um, just the overall vibe of the room. You know, you can just tell just by the talent of everybody in that room, everybody, we're going to get better. We're going to get better, and we're committed to just being the best player we can be. I would imagine when Rashad signed, maybe if he was asking about where to go in the city, that kind of stuff, you've been here long enough, you could probably help him. It's not the case with DeAndre. Does it work the other way where he <laughs> where to go? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure, you know. It's, it's, it's pretty cool because, I mean, I was drafted by the Saints and whatnot. So uh, being in your, like, home state, you know, that's it's, it's a really cool feeling, man. It's a really cool feeling. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Like being the veteran in the room uh, here, you're kind of the guy. Yeah, it's interesting, man. It's, it's been – it's definitely been uh, a cool journey, man. Like, you know, just yesterday I feel like I was asking, you know, Sproles and, and seeking out wisdom from him. And now, you know – you know, I just try and be available to the guys in any way I can. I let them know up front that there's no 
animosity. There's no, you know, I'm just committed to being better. You know, I want to make them the best players that they can be. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we're in this together. So, you know, I'm just committed to being the best, whatever, whatever label that they put on me, whether it's leader, whether it's, you know, teammate, whether it's whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever role I, I have in that room, I'm going I'm to be the best that I can at it. So whatever they need, you know, I just try my best to be there for them. They just made the change to the kickoff rule recently. And well, first of all, I want to get your thoughts on that. And two, how's it going to impact your decision making? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's dumb. Oh, well, that's, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it, man. Like it just, I, I feel like it takes away from the excitement of the game, but I mean, whatever happens, happens. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to deal with it. You know what I mean? I think it'll come with, you know, different types of kicks adjusting to that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to be ready for the different situations that'll probably come from us, uh, from, you know, that type of situation. So. Yeah, we'll just be, we'll be ready. You know, we kind of have an idea, but yeah, we'll be ready. You had the option. What made you want to resign? Um, you know, familiarity uh, with, with the system. Um, I think it's a great system. Uh, you know, I love the guys around here. You know, the city of Philadelphia has definitely treated me well. And uh, I have a, lo- a lot of love for the people around in this building, you know, and um you know, it's 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 a good organi- a great organization. You know what I'm saying? Starting from the top to the bottom. You know, the coaches and and staff really care about the players. And um, you know, I, I wanted to come back and you know see what happens. But you know, this this has been this place has been special to me. So here I am. Uh, I, can, I mean, I can't I can't talk about that. <laughs> that's confidential. What are your What are your sort of first impressions of Rashad and DeAndre as, as players. Yeah, I mean, they're cool. Like I said, like, everybody, that's the one thing I really like about that room, man. Everybody's everybody's cool. Uh, I would say we're pretty much, we're pretty laid back. Uh, but, you know, smart guys, you know, football guys, they love the game of football. Um, talented, man, talented, uh, easy to talk to, you know, everything that you want in a, a good teammate. So it's been good to get to know them. It's been, it's been, it's been a pleasure to get to know them boys, and they they are hot. Like I said, everybody in that room is talented. It's fun to see, and we're going to get better because of it. Staff made it pretty clear that Miles was the top running back. This year, have there been any discussions with you guys about how the rotation will work? What I like a lot about the guys in the room is that we don't we, – that doesn't really matter to us. You know, it doesn't matter what they say a role is or this or that. You know, what we're focused on is, is being the best – running back that we can be, you know what I mean? Doing as much as we can. We're learning new things, you know what I'm saying? So just trying to stay stay consistent, you know, with our fundamentals, you know, learning new things. And um, we're just trying to be the best player that we can be. And then, you know, as we go through training camp or, OT, you know, whatever it may be, you know, the cards will fall wherever they will. Jalen Hurts came in when you were here and everything. Like, you know, how have you seen him grow from, like, being a rookie in 2020 to – even now, like, how is he even now different from last year? What have you seen? Yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting because, you know, even even whenever he first got here, you know, the way that he carried him, carries himself is, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive um, because I've had to remind myself a lot of times that he's, he's younger than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just the way that he carries himself as a leader, you know, how his composite, like his composure, uh, is pretty impressive. So parents at home did a good job with him. But uh, yeah, I know you guys have seen, you know, last year he had one of his 
best years. So, um, y'all y'all seen the development there. But I mean, as far as intangibles, Jalen Hurts is you know he's he's been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? And so he's learned things through that journey. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he's really maximized on his opportunity. And uh, the best thing about it, and I feel like there's more. The best is yet to come for him. Plans for the time off. Continue to get better, man. Like I'm, I'm as hungry as ever. You know, I'm as I'm as passionate as ever about the game of football. You know, and I I want to be the best, most versatile player I can be. You know what I mean? So, I just want to keep crafting, keep working on things that I feel like I'm weak in, and uh, working on my strengths too. But I just want to be the best player I can be. Impressions of Brian Johnson. I love him. Great dude. Great guy. Um, you know, we have we we all we have connections uh from down south, uh, but you know, so we know some of the same people, but like um great people, man. Smart guy, you know, it's confident, uh great relationship with, with Jay, which I think is really important. And um, you know, also a players oriented coach. You know what I mean? I think he's a he's a good dude. Uh he's easy to talk to, fun to be around. Uh so I I'm enjoying I'm enjoying being around him for sure, for sure. As a collective, what do you sense is the motivation of this bunch getting as far as you did last year but not being able to finish the, the, the deal? The team as a whole? Yeah. Uh, you know, we 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 reflect on what we've gone through, but we don't let it stick with us. You know what I mean? So we reflect on those things and the mistakes that we made and, and the emotions surrounding that. But if you stay there, you know, you can you can stay in the past. You know, we're trying to be committed to, you know, being in the present. You know, we'll have our goals. This is the time where we, you know, talk about, I don't know, whatever kind of goals that you may have. But whenever we get to training camp, whenever we're just taking it a day at a time, you know, because it's a new year. People don't care that you made it to the Super Bowl last year. They don't care how good of a team you were on paper last year. It's a new year. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, everybody's going to give us their best punch. We're going to have a target on our back. Kenny, what are your impressions of the, the newcomers to your room? Oh, man, I'm very excited to have these guys in the room. Uh, you know, they give a lot of competition. And man, it's just, you know, just to have new competition in the room and new guys, man, it feels great to have those guys in the room. What role are you expecting this year? What that? What role are you expecting this year? I'm, I'm expecting a very high role. You know, uh, I'm just going to continue to, you know, improve my game, still on top of everything that I have done. Uh, but I'm expecting a high role this year. Your range of emotions this offseason, Miles leaves, but then a couple of new guys come into the room. Uh, Nothing different, you know, just to go off of everything, just to be stronger, be be faster, be a more smarter player, help our team get back to the goal that we had got to last year, uh, continue to do my 111, uh, if, continue to do whatever my role is, you know, and just to be excited just to have extra guys in the room. Back in January, you kind of embraced the, the nickname that fans made for your playoff, uh, Kenny. Do you feel like that momentum, like from the Giants game and the Super Bowl, can kind of carry over yeah, for sure, definitely. And uh it just, you know, you 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 start off you start something good, you know, and you wanna keep that up. Um and you wanna make this community, you wanna make this organization happy, you know, and like just just having that role, you know, just having that that little that little boost of, of energy from the fans, you know, and just to have that, it could be good, you know. So I'm embracing it. Kind of the key for you to like finish as strongly as you did last season, like what kind of led to that? Um, I, f I feel like Coach Nick uh, trusted me, you know. Uh, they gave me an opportunity to go out, and, and I took very advantage of that opportunity. 
Are there anything specific as you go to the offseason that you want to work on that you wanted to improve, uh, you know, above anything else? Um, I've improved a lot. Uh, just my running skills, catching the ball, basically everything, you know, that could you can just think about, you know, um, just being more of a leader, being more of a, a vocal guy, coming here, you know, paying attention and, you know, uh, going off everything that, that Coach Nick say from what Jalen say, from what Kelsey say, you know, um, just just being there and being attention. Physically, is the, the goal to be at the around the same weight or any changes changes in that, in that perspective? I'll just make sure I come in healthy. We saw you in the uh, I'm going to see my family, and I got uh, the KG-14 camp coming up July 1st. So you'd be affected catching the ball out of the backfield uh, multiple times last year. DeAndre also brings that same ability. Do you expect that you might see more of that this year offensively for what the Eagles can bring? I expect both of us to do the same thing. You know, we both can catch the ball out of the backfield and run the ball. So that's just going to put an extra step on team to have to come in here and just game plan harder. A little bit of a change going from – Shane uh, to Brian as the voice of the entire offense. How was that transition going? Oh, it's going good. Uh, Brian is no different from what Shane is. Brian's a he's a vocal guy. He's a leader. He have fun. Uh, we just just out here, you know, doing doing our thing, and he's just going. He could continue to put like playmakers in playmaker spots. You mentioned the, the competition aspect of it. Do you feel like? Uh, given that competition, you can carve out a bigger role based on how you perform. Oh, definitely. Do, do you enjoy that? Do, do you enjoy that aspect of it? Oh yeah, yes I do. Um, uh, when I was at Memphis, you know, uh, they had Tony Pollard there, and that was like a competition role I had to face then, you know. And I, I've been in this position before, you know, and it's nothing. But just having DeAndre here at the same time, this go help make me better and make him better at the same time. Could we both come in out the practice and talk about what we did wrong, what we did right, and, you know, put our brains together and work. And how does uh, Jason Kelsey help with the uh, running back room when you're out there practicing during games? Yeah, just to know our points, you know, knowing what, what Kelsey, where he is going out to, you know, he's like, see, he sees things on the field that we don't see. So just to get the information from Kelsey, and it just makes us better as running back. And you're in uh, uh, hopefully I can get a I can get a couple home runs and uh softball not my you know I haven't played I haven't played softball in a long time, you know, but uh hopefully I can get a couple home runs in. Have fun. In the last, in the last couple months it's been a big crackdown on sports betting along with the NFL stuff. What's the messaging been to you guys and how you guys are how are you guys policing yourselves to make sure you know no games are lost six or even a year? Yeah, uh just to Make sure you're being smart on sports betting. Um, make sure you don't do sports betting at all. Um, if you do do it, don't do it here at the facility. Don't do it anywhere. Don't bet on any NFL games. Just know that, you know, um, that is a rule. So we just enforcing that rule very strongly. How did you get over the Super Bowl? Uh, shoot, I, I went back and watched it a couple times, you know, uh, but I just had to go on with it. I started training early, you know, and that just what made, that what motivated me, you know, and uh, I, I don't, man, it, it was just a little tough time, you know, just to get over it, but I did. And I was going to ask you that. Some people try to use it as motivation. Yeah. Other people try to just forget it. What's your... Uh, uh, it's motivation to me, you know, because I'd have got that, I'd have got that taste of it, you know, and 
It's just uh, we go try to do our every player on this single try to do they one eleven just to climb that mountain just to get back to the top. G and